J. Elliot here, taking time out from doing British things like correcting people's grammar and, well, that's it really, to congratulate you, the listener, for selecting the True Blue Riffcast. Yes, you could have picked any one of the thousands of Riff Tracks themed podcasts on the web, but your perspicacity led you to seek out the number one Riff Tracks podcast, and for that, you should be commended. Now I'm going to turn you over to your hosts, Dave and Jeremy, and I shall board a flight back to England without even so much as the boxed lunch I'd been promised. Thank you, Matthew J. Elliott. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one riff tracks podcast in the world. I am Jeremy, and as always, I'm joined by... Sup, everyone? I'm Dave. How are you? How's it going, Dave? It's going fantastic. Now, we took a week off, but we're back yep. now. We're back now. Everything's back up and running, and uh, we've got lots of fun things to talk about today, including yeah, Money Plane. Money Plane. Oh, that that was uh, that was that an was experience else, watching that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also have a uh, quite of an old, a quite bit of an older release here uh, that we're going to be talking about: Dragon Wars D War. And yes, that, uh, that release is twelve years old. Yes. 
and uh, a recent release, uh, recently released short, Keep Off the Grass. We've got all that to talk about today. Oh, but first, you know, we had uh, DC Fandom this weekend. Oh, no. And it brought with it oh, all no, no, no. kinds of stuff. We got uh, our first look at the Flash movie, which, uh, which weirdly enough, mostly featured the voice of Michael Keaton, which we knew he was coming back as Batman in that. Yeah. Um, but that was that was kind of cool. I haven't seen that one yet. I, I, I think that, that was yet. that was probably the most exciting one for me. Um, okay. Just you know, Michael Keaton. That that was my Batman growing up. So uh, then we had uh, some stuff for Black Adam, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, and uh, Pierce Brosnan is in that one playing Dr. Fate, which I thought was kind of interesting. And uh, they've got Hawkman and a couple other people I don't really remember. Um, what else did we get? We got a look at uh, Shazam 2, where we got to see some uh, footage of Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu playing the villains in that movie. Mm-hmm. And then we got the one that people won't shut up about. <laughs> this is the only one that I've seen. The Batman, the starring Batman. the vampire himself, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. It's funny because that that news goes all the way back to like our first episode. I think episode zero is when we were talking about it, and I think we both defended the choice. Yeah, and you of, know what? Of, Honestly, of, of Robert Pattinson, I I still stand behind that. Even after seeing the trailer, because <laughs> well, overall, think, okay, with okay, with look, everything else in the trailer, I wasn't a fan of. But all the stuff with Batman was okay. Um, the, the, the um, Robert Pattinson, I don't think is the problem. <laughs> no, the problem is that this movie looks so 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 stupid. Yeah, like, it doesn't look that great. Like almost everything about it makes me want to hurl. <laughs> and like I know that like a lot like I I know I'm I'm infamous for many things in the uh, Rift Tracks fandom, and one of them is is that I'm one of the only defenders of Batman versus Superman. <laughs> this is true. Uh, and uh, I I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, after seeing this uh, this this trailer for the Batman. I stand by it. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> Batman versus Superman, way better than whatever this is going to be. Yeah. It's like, like, it's, uh, Some of it looks okay. Some of it looks okay. Uh, like, I, we were talking about this earlier, or maybe it was yesterday even. I, I don't yeah. remember exactly, but uh, we we're were talking old. about we some of the shots. Talk about no. Some of the shots were, were pretty decent. Like, I really liked the shot at the end of the trailer where uh, the penguin was flipped over in his car. And just the shot of being upside down with Batman walking toward him, I thought that was a really nice shot. And I think the suit looks pretty good from what we've seen of it. And that's that's pretty much all the praise I have for that. The Batmobile looks stupid as hell. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lifted muscle car. That's, yeah. That's all it is. But, um, uh, yeah, no, uh, uh, surprisingly, Robert Pattinson is not the problem. No. I thought, I thought maybe I was going to, I mean, like, we don't know very much. I mean, of course, you know what, I, I feel like, you know, after after Batman and Robin, uh, infamous Batman and Robin movie, 1997, 
there was a hiatus of Batman movies for a long time. Yeah. I feel like we kind of need that a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, I, like, like, like after, I won't say Batman versus Superman, but I'll, I'll, I'll say, you know, the backlash against Batman versus Superman. I think maybe there needs to be no. a, uh, uh, somebody, somebody in the chat just redeemed the I'm Batman thing. So I got to put the mask on. Ah, <laughs> nice. Uh, but I I, 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 I kind of feel like we need a mental reset. We don't need to see the origin story again. I oh, think that's I one thing. I think that's one thing that Batman versus Superman did right. Even though we did see his parents get murdered. I mean, but whatever. But they didn't do. They 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 didn't hit the reset button on Batman and Ben yeah. Affleck, who was a very good Batman. I don't care what anybody says. I will. I will. I will argue. Like people can get mad at me. I argue with every single one of them. He was an outstanding Batman. <laughs> I think he was fine as Batman. Um, like you know, people will tell me like 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 their 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 criticisms of Batman versus Superman, and I've heard criticisms of Batman versus Superman many many times, and I've asked people to explain to me why they hate it so much, and they will go on and on and on. And the thing is, I don't ever retain any of it. Like, <laughs> like, like, like people, like Martha, people think Martha's stupid. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but, uh, the whole, but it's just like, like my, like, like my eyes will like glaze over and it, it's kind of like, like a dream where like you wake up and you're like, okay, what did they say? They just said it five minutes ago, and I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what people say. Tell me when they tell me Batman versus Superman sucks so much. So it <laughs> must not be kind of tune them out. Yeah, it's yeah. But anyway, this thing just looks awful. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got. Uh, what else did we get? Uh, they showed some some footage of the. Uh... The new Gotham Knights game coming out where Batman is dead and you're playing as uh, Robin, Batgirl, uh, Nightwing, and Red Hood. So basically all of the Robins. Yeah, Batgirl. all the Robins. Um, but it looks pretty good. It looks like it'll be, you know, like along the lines of like Arkham Asylum or whatever, which was a pretty fun Batman game. Um, and should they have, showed... um, what's his name? Batman Beyond in there. Yeah, that'd be fun. I still think we need a Batman Beyond movie. I I would watch that, but well, I don't I mean, know who what, I would I mean, want them to cast. That's what Michael and... Keaton was supposed to be uh, Batman for in the live action version of that. That would have been awesome. But yeah, no, that would be great if they. He's gonna him into he's that. gonna be in. What's that Flash movie called? Flash is it, is, is it Flashpoint? No, it's just called The Flash, but it's based off of. Uh, is it based? It off looks Flashpoint? like it's based off of Flashpoint Paradox. Which okay. was where he went back and saved his mom, and then yeah, yeah, it's screwed everything up, DC, and it was yeah, it's a Thomas great big Wayne, DC, yeah. yeah, it's a great big DC event that uh, set up the new Fifty Two. Yeah, I've actually which read is it. part of the reason why I, I hate it, it my... because I hate it. I have not. 52. You hate it? Oh, I hate the new Fifty Two with a passion. What? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that is a, that was when I stopped the, uh, reading DC. Oh, really? That's when I started reading DC. <laughs> That's when it got great. <laughs> That's when I could like jump in and be like, okay, well, and not just like have to like and consult the Wikipedia on yeah like, to, to know whatever like, whatever yeah whatever was, it's yeah. just like like no dude it, it was it was impenetrable 
before the new 52. So if you wanted to get in oh, comics get and that. you had and you hadn't been in it since 1985, <laughs> you were screwed. They did no, I definitely not get that. care. Yeah. But yeah. I I understand that that for sure. But I was one of the people but, that was in reading it, so I hated that they hit the big reset button and changed everything. I wasn't a fan. Well, of they it. did but, it again. I mean, it, it's yeah. like I mean, they did the whole rebirth thing. I'm not a fan of. It's just didn't they I'm, like bring it, bring back the old stuff, kind of? Yeah, no, like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah sort of. Yeah, something? no, they did this. They did this crazy thing where they killed the new Fifty Two Superman, sort of, where he like crumbled to ash. And like Earth Prime Superman came and took his place, but um, that's weird. yeah. It's it's no, but it's 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 definitely. But then like their souls merged. What? And there was this whole yeah. No, it uh, it was it, it, it's very strange. You got the sense that 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 Jeff Johns and like everyone at everyone at. DC were like, well, we missed the old continuity. Let's see if we could try to bring it back a little bit, not just leave it alone because, like, all this other stuff just doesn't seem to matter, even though it still exists. Blah blah That's, blah. That sounds like, even like worse. You, you could tell that they wanted it. They wanted it back. Good, you could tell they wanted up. it back. But it's like, no, bro, you guys hit the reset button. You can't. You can't do that. <sighs> yeah, that sounds awful. Uh, but, yeah, no, but it's... Uh, and now um, we have everybody uh, losing their mind over Superman's son, which we're not going to get into on here because, you know, but the news that came out Oh, are you talking that. about that news about... Uh, okay, yeah, let's not talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, like, look, hey, look, man, I haven't been... I, I, I haven't been in a comic book store since 2019, uh, and from what I understand, that was a great time to get out of it because apparently... Apparently it's awful now. Yeah. Apparently it's real, real bad. Like I haven't read industry. any comics in in years. Yeah, I just so, have not but, had no, any interest in it. I was, dude. I was, I, I, I was eyeball deep in it for like eight years, man. Yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy, and now I'm not. That's like something I miss out of my life. Uh, but uh, apparently it's not the. Not the best time to go back. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I keep hearing. But anyway, uh, we're not here to talk about comics. No, we're here to talk about movies. So let's yes. go uh, take a take a look at our our friend of the podcast, uh, James One's official movie head pictures oh. Twitter page. Uh, because have, yeah. there's a couple things on here. Yeah. The the first one is the big one, uh, Alan Baugh. Coming back as Rod in Protemic Three. Yep. Which is um, the, probably the only <laughs> the only interesting thing about this movie. Yeah, no, well no well no, there is another thing. James Wynn offered uh Whitney Moore a thousand dollars to come back to reply to reprise her role as Natalie. And And she I guess said she didn't take no. it. She said no. Apparently, I mean, we're we're surmising that she said no, because well, there's other news. Yes, the other news is that uh, Victoria and I'm sure Brandert. I don't know if I'm saying that right or not. She's playing Katie Brandart, B R A N D A R T. That's her last name. Uh, 
She's playing Katie, and she is Rod's new girlfriend in Birdemic 3. So, yeah. Yeah. So We're, we're guessing that Natalie is not going to be anywhere in this movie. Yeah, so it's kind of like a Transformers 3 thing. So she's like, Whitney Moore is like Birdemic's <laughs> Megan Fox. Uh, where it would be like, where they, she, they, they just like broke up off screen. Or we, we were having a discussion about this earlier before the show that uh, maybe she got Beckied. Yeah, uh, she got Beckied. Like, like maybe that would be like the, like, <laughs> she was out taking a dump in between Birdemics. And the birds, the birds, the birds finally got her off screen. That's how they killed. Um, well, number one, that's how they killed presidents in between seasons of Twenty Four. Yeah, <laughs> is yeah. they just kill them off screen. Off screen. But also, that's how they kill off um, main protagonists in between uh, Final Destination movies, because it's always somebody like, different the next movie. Yeah, yeah, uh, because the the guy was like like the main guy in the first Final Destination movie, like I think it's in like uh, it's in like the special edition DVD or something like that. There's like a newspaper clip where he would, where he got killed by a falling brick in between <laughs> movies. So death finally got him. <laughs> like, I mean, we didn't even get to see it. Come on. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, pop quiz. What's the uh, best death? What's the best de- best death in the first Final Destination? Oh, jeez. I don't even. I've watched a bunch of them, and I don't even remember which ones are from which one. Now, uh, somebody doesn't somebody like get hit by a bus? Like, yes, they're ding, like, ding, oh, ding, ding, we're ding. we're Correct. we're clear of the curse. We're not going to die now. <laughs> Just bam. Was, you know, no, no, she was saying to be like, you guys are something. I can't remember. It was literally 21 years ago. And then, like, out of nowhere, she uh-huh. got hit by a bus. Yeah, I just, just remember like, it came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. That's the best. That is the best death in the whole Final Destination uh, franchise. It was just yeah. like, oh! <laughs> it was great. Was the, was the first one the one where the guy, there was like a like a metal sign on train tracks or something? And like the train went over it, and it flung it up, and it like sliced the dude's head in half. I don't remember. Uh, like I said, it's been a long time. I, I know just that's from one of them. Thing. Yeah, and I remember somebody getting squished by like a thing of plate glass. That like uh, the teacher died in the bathtub. I do remember that. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah, Jeez. that's pretty. That's pretty disturbing. <sighs> anyway, let's let's talk about some other movies that yeah. have uh, some. Some disturbing stuff in them, like Halloween Kills. Uh, oh, that's number one at the right. box office. Jamie Lee Curtis is seventy years old. Yeah. Now I guess there's some pretty uh, gross-looking deaths in that movie. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't had the time. Uh, although I can watch it at home because it's on Peacock, uh, and it still made over fifty million dollars in the theaters. What? Yeah. Wow. So you can watch it at home for free. I mean, as long as you have this, you know, this subscription. Uh, but yeah, people still want fifty over fifty million dollars that movie made at opening weekend. That's pretty good. For, well, it just shows that people least, want to be back in theaters. Yeah, like, people people want to go back to the movies. Yeah. Uh, no time to die at second place. It had a fifty six percent drop off from the first week. I heard some things about that, and I am not gonna go see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
I haven't heard anything about it, and I just don't have any interest anymore. There's uh, a plot point that was spoiled for me, and I was just like, nope, don't like that. <laughs> and uh, not going to see it. It's, it's nothing to do with like the alleged politics of, of, of the movie. We don't talk about that here. Yeah. But 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 I heard something happens, and I was just like, well, I don't want to see that. That's yeah. dumb. I'm not seeing this movie. <laughs> uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage in third place, still with its deep, deep slide from a couple weeks ago. It went down almost 60% after the first week, and now it went down almost another 50%. Uh, Adam's Family 2 in at fourth place, and The Last Duel bringing in uh, fifth place there. That's the one with uh, Adam Driver and Matt Damon, where they're like Where's... French noblemen or something. Where's uh, Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi? Uh, that's that's right after The Last Duel. Oh, okay, place. because I actually, actually finally saw that. Yeah? Yeah. How'd you feel about it? Um, I, uh, spoilers for Shang-Chi. I kind of want to know why Asgard had to be destroyed and that dumbass Chinese place gets to exist with all its <laughs> fake-ass lions and whatever the hell else is going on there. It, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I love martial arts films, you know, wuxia well, stuff, I mean, that's and, and all that, this that was. brought it, it <laughs> and I, it was, it was very well done. The fight choreography was... Beautiful in this movie. Yeah, um, it was. No, it was definitely. It was, it was definitely very, very, very um, martial arts centric, and yeah. that's like the one. I'm only mean, Shang Chi. I mean, it, master it, martial it arts, has so. going for it. It yeah. has my. I do have to say, it has uh, the Jar Jar Binks of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in it. <laughs> in with with the story with with the. No, no, absolutely not. No, not even Trevor. No, what's no, like I don't mind. Well, okay. Okay, look, they they didn't need to crap all over Iron Man three in this movie. There was no need for all that. But uh, but uh, no no no. The, the person I wanted to punch in her face was Katie, and oh. I was like, <laughs> Aquafina, yeah. I, I thought she was awful. I can understand that. <laughs> I didn't feel like, the same way, but I definitely do understand that because um, yes. I was worried that that's how I was going to feel about it going into the movie. Um, but thankfully, I didn't. It wasn't as annoying but, um, as I expected. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's uh, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Not my favorite, not the worst. Uh, yeah, I think that's all we got for <laughs> for uh, box office because we're you know kind of through everything. Welcome to the part in the podcast where everything grinds to a halt, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, everything just like grinds to a halt because we're horrible at transitions. We we always have one, at least one spot. That, yeah, uh, we well, always like, you know. I just I love to talk, but there, but but sometimes I just run out of stuff to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, well, <laughs> let's uh let's let's get some new topics to talk about, and let's take okay. a look at today's short review of Rift Track Shorts. Yes. For today's short review of Rift Track Shorts, we are taking a look at uh, the short Keep Off the Grass, which was uh, recently released. It was maybe a couple months ago that it came out. Uh, but this is an anti-marijuana short film from Another the 60s. One? <laughs> yeah, this one was uh, this one was very interesting <laughs> because they didn't just flat out come out and say marijuana is bad completely bad and you shouldn't do it 
they do kind of kind of do that, but they also uh, they also talk about how it's not comparable to alcohol and tobacco because they just don't know enough about it yet as what it'll do. There are some pros and there are some cons. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, so we it's start... not like reefer madness where you're gonna oh no your girlfriend this... <laughs> no this is this is a lot you go tamer to jail than for the rest madness. of your life uh yeah uh this one is about tom uh who they say in the official uh description for this one that he's uh your typical 35 year old teenager and this yeah. guy looks this guy looks like uh eric estrada and mark hamill playing the teenage versions of themselves in earth angel that was so that's how convincing oh he is as a teenager. Uh, but it starts off with his parents. His mom's cleaning the house, and she knocks over a box on top of a TV, and it's got some joints in it. Uh-huh. And uh, so dad decides that he needs to have a little talk with Tom. And he goes over, and he's sitting there telling him about how bad it is to smoke, uh, to, to do marijuana, and as he's lighting up a cigarette. <laughs> And Tom's just like, hang on now. Cigarettes are going to give you cancer. And you know, like, alcohol well, will destroy your proven. liver. Well, and they they say uh, there's, what is it? I have it written down. Uh, little is known about marijuana. And Kevin makes a great joke about people don't know whether to smoke it or to rub it on their sore legs. <laughs> and, what? you know, because of the CBD oil and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a quote. This is just a straight quote from, from the short. Uh, every time you blow a marijuana cigarette, you take a chance on blowing your future. Oh. And from that point on, they refer to it as blowing marijuana. <laughs> so that's my big problem that I have with the short because they really needed to just stop because it's very <laughs> uncomfortable when they say uh, you're going to blow pot or blow marijuana, or they say it a lot, like a lot. In I this take short. it that is not the correct vernacular. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, bl- but I don't. I don't blow pot. <laughs> I don't. Uh, that's not a thing that I'm into. Yeah, me either. So, but I'm. I'm fairly certain that's not uh, in anybody's terminology for getting high. Yeah. Uh, Tom goes to a head shop, or as as they call it, a pot smoker's supermarket. Uh, <laughs> and he talks wow. to talks to the guy there, and he's like, "Oh yeah, everybody does it, and it's all like the good artists are doing it." And so that's he's like, not yeah, true. <laughs> there's a there's a local artist here who made all these posters that you love so much, and they're like, "Oh yeah, let's go see him." So they go <laughs> to go see. Like, I bet they all look like shit. Yeah, they do. Uh. That's kind of kind of a, a plot point to this. But uh they go see the poster artist named Waco and uh his what? wife Bunny. Oh come on. On the way out of the store they there's some uh there's like a group of like four potheads and uh they ask Tom if he has any spare change and then he remembers his dad saying that uh, you lose all self respect when you smoke pot. Um they ask if you have spell do you have spare change? What? Yeah. Uh, that, okay, so, well let me ask you this. Was this short because I haven't seen it. Is this short like uh like like the hippies in it? You know that show Dragnet, right? Yes. Okay, now in Dragnet, 
they would their policy was they wouldn't actually hire like hippies or people with like long hair. Yeah. To like to like play like the 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 drug dealers and stuff like that. So you had all these like total narcs with like <laughs> short hair, people who in like the nineteen fifties and sixties absolutely ten thousand percent would not be on drugs. Yeah. Just like these total straight arrows be like oh, I guess I'm on the drugs. Is, it, is that like that here? <laughs> no, they there are some that have long hair. Um, okay. Waco does, and uh, Waco also has a uh, Waco, as they call it, a uh, Harry Knowles beard. Because <laughs> they say, "Oh, the only person who can do the Harry Knowles beard is Harry Knowles." <laughs> uh, but the bunny's brother gets arrested. And so they all go out to yell at the cops, and this this is this this tells me that this was produced by a police department. It says something about human resources, but uh, because they talk about uh, look at how uh, level-headed uh, the police officer stays, even as he's getting yelled at by all of these people, he never loses his cool once. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So they, they follow the cop uh, back to the precinct uh, to get Bunny's brother out of jail. What's he actually had like a nor- name? normal name. It was like Justin or Josh or oh, Jack okay. or something. I didn't write it down, so I don't remember, but even though I literally just watched this like an hour ago. Um, so he uh, Tom learns a little bit more about smoking pot at the police station from one of the police officers who – talks with him in a, in a completely open and casual manner. Thank that's you. Well, that's how not, they describe he's not, it. He's not beating him to death and yeah. like planting evidence on him. No. Like, tell us tell us where Brian Laundry is. <laughs> no, no, no. They they these are good cops. Um but uh he learns that smoking pot is like throwing sand in a machine and hoping that nothing bad happens. What? Yeah, that's what they say. Makes no kind of sense. Uh, and then he goes and he hangs out at a pot party. A pot party. Yeah, and one of the guys kind of looks like uh, Austin Powers, so they make a few Austin Powers jokes, um, which was, which was kind of interesting to see in uh, 2021. But what Austin um, Powers references? Yeah, Austin Powers is the most 90s thing. Like. It, <sighs> It's such a it's, it's like it's it's like such a warped view of the seventies through the lens of the nineties. <laughs> yeah, um, he goes to the pot party. He leaves the pot party after he decides he doesn't want to blow any pot, and uh, <laughs> he gets mugged when he's walking home. And that pot leads to to uh, criminal activities. You hear that in the background from the police officer, and so he decides that he's going to be done with grass, and they. They mentioned blowing pot like five more times within the last couple minutes, and that's the end of the show. <laughs> nice. It was good. It was a really, it was a really good short. It 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 makes uh it it makes Reefer Madness look, you know, like how you doing, fellow children, you know. <laughs> It's like hello, like hello, fellow children. Yeah, hello, fellow teenagers. Or as or as double o, double agent O eight in the chat puts it, uh, hello, fellow pot smokers. Hello. It's very yes. Oh. Uh, so that's uh, that's keep off the grass. 
Keep off the grass by Rift Tracks. Or Rift Tracks, yes. like probably like one ninety nine or ninety nine cents or something. Yeah, it's ninety nine cents. It's, it's one of the super cheap ones. It's not very long. <laughs> it's like eleven minutes long or something like that. It's one of the shorter shorts. The shorter shorts. Short the shorts. Shorter shorts. Yes, the short shorts. Short shorts. Short shorts. And uh, so we're gonna go from that onto a release from Rift Tracks that came out October 5th, 2009, as Dave mentioned earlier, 12 whole years ago. Yep. And that is Dragon Wars D-War. Okay, so I have a <laughs> I, 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 I have a confession to make here, and this is going to make me sound like I'm woefully unprepared for the podcast, which I am, <laughs> but uh, surprisingly... Uh, the, the, my my entire cable went out again at my house today. <sighs> right when I was of downloading course. Dragon D Wars to prepare to watch for it <laughs> for this podcast, and it hasn't been on all day. And it's Comcast is just like, well, we don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. So, um, sorry, I haven't seen. I mean, I have seen it. But I haven't seen it recently. Yeah, considering so, it came out twelve years ago, and this is one yeah. that you you really don't hear anybody yeah. talk about. Like, yeah, it's um, which is part of the reason why I picked this one because it's a deep cut, and I really wanted to be cut. a part of the discussion because it's you know because of that reason, just because you know like you know super number one riff tracks fans like us <laughs> should know about this stuff. But I'm going to seem like a total noob. While Jeremy talks all about it, so yeah. I uh, just so, wanted to I just wanted to put that out there. So this was a Korean film from 2007. So this was a very recent release at the time that they that they riffed this. Yeah, it only came out yeah. two years prior, which you know we don't normally get a lot of stuff like that uh, for VODs. Well, it wasn't a VOD this, at the time. No, at, at the, the time, time this was, was a yeah. just the jokes, but now it is a VOD. Um, yeah. That's that's right because I watched the VOD version of it this time around. Last time I watched the Just the Jokes version of it, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, but this is uh, oh my gosh, this is a terrible movie. Like it it has well, some well, people yeah. in it that that I recognized. Uh, there was a there was a lot of names like Craig Robinson is in this. What? Uh, he's like the the coworker of the main reporter dude. And uh, uh, Retta, the lady who plays Donna Meagle in Parks and Rec, is in this. She, like, is working at the desk at the hospital. And, I mean, there's all these people that you're like, oh, hey, I recognize this person from this. Uh, there was one one bit part in here that caught me completely by surprise. And I'm sure hardly anybody else in the world is going to recognize, recognize this guy for the same reasons that I recognize this guy. But... Uh, there's a PlayStation One game. It's a full motion video <laughs> game where it's you know it's all a movie and you you know make choices on the go like a Dragon's Lair type thing or whatever. Yeah. And it's Choose called your Psychic own Adventure. Yeah, it's called yeah. Psychic Detective, and it's about this guy who, uh, as a psychic, can jump into other people's minds and like hitch a ride if they're close enough to him, and then he can see, you know, their thoughts. He can see what they're doing you know through their eyes and whatever and uh yeah that guy is in this movie <laughs> wow 
He's uh, he's the photographer that runs into the uh, police station and takes a picture of the girl that the reporter's looking for because uh, she took out these three muggers that uh, were not actually taken out by her, but they didn't believe her because, you know, young girl. Sorry, I'm opening my drink. Um, <laughs> but we start off. Hey, you at, can't do that. You can't do that on the podcast. That's unprofessional. Uh, whatever. I yeah, like anything about us pod- is professional. Whenever, yeah. Whenever, whenever I open a drink on the podcast, I get yelled at. Well, now we can't edit the stuff, so it just yeah. kind of doesn't matter anymore. Whatever. <laughs> um, the movie starts out with there's there's like a crater by the beach in L.A. And there's some uh, some guy yelling about this is our land and you can't destroy it like this and uh, oh god one of those yeah and uh, the FBI are there and our plucky reporter he crosses the police line and and they try and kick him out but then they turn and walk away so he just stands there with this little handheld digital video camera and uh, takes some footage of them unearthing a dragon scale. Really, and it's got like a super amazing zoom on it. Like, it's it's almost as if they actually used like a professional camera uh, for the footage. But he goes back to the to the news station, and he's watching the video, and he's like, "Huh, this is just like the story that I learned about 15 years ago." And then it cuts to 15 years ago, where he's a little kid, and he goes into this antique shop with his dad, who's trying to sell this dagger for a couple thousand dollars and uh the kid goes and opens this box and he sees a scale and like force lightning comes out and like surrounds the kid and so the shop owner pretends to have a heart attack so the dad will leave and go to this medicine shop and uh, get the medicine for yeah it's really dumb and convoluted uh and as soon as the dad leaves the store yeah (laughs) Nothing is that disturbing in this movie, thankfully. Uh, the kid, the guy goes to the kid, and uh, he's like, "Oh, I've been waiting for you for all this time, and you know, I thought you'd be taller, because <laughs> that's always the joke in these." I don't. That's always like, "I thought you'd be taller." Yeah, uh, and then he proceeds to tell them the story of both of their previous lives, back in uh, five hundred years prior in oh, oh, in God. Korea. Oh, where and this God. is this is like a twenty minute chunk of the movie where we see the original versions of these people trying to fight off uh the uh buraki uh the big dragon and his army the uh artox army and he's got like these giant bloated frog looking things carrying around like fireball launchers and people are riding they look like velociraptors and there's like regular Western style flying dragons shooting fireballs at people. And it's really dumb. They're looking for the girl who has the uh, dragon shaped mark on her shoulder. And, uh, you know, cause if they kill her, then uh, the evil uh, Buraki can get the spirit of the dragon to become the, evil celestial dragon destroying the world because uh, they have where to... Where have we seen where have we seen that recently? Oh, uh, in Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat okay. where they had the dumb yeah. marks, yeah. Okay, yeah, um, okay. 
and there's there's the good Imugi and the bad Imugi. The bad Imugi is Buraki, and it so she has to like give the spirit to the good one so he can become the good celestial dragon and save the universe. It's really dumb. And it turns out that this kid is like the reincarnation and the shop owner is the reincarnation of the wise old Asian guy who was teaching the other guy how to fight. And we finally come back to present time, like present, present time after he gets out of the flashback from the flashback and gets back into, and then he realizes I need to find this girl and he learns that her name is Sarah. Oh, so no. he's looking for a girl named Sarah in Los Angeles. Oh, and uh, and that's when the the photographer comes in with the picture of the girl named Sarah, and he sees uh, he sees her, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's her." And she's got a dragon tattoo on her chest. Oh, they wrote a book about her. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got to try and find her and the uh, the leader of the villain army comes back uh, to fight uh, to kill her so that they can get the spirit for the dragon and there's a lot of bad CG in this movie as uh, we first see Buraki eating an elephant at a zoo and uh, the zookeeper goes to the police because he sees this and they lock him up for being insane like they have him in a straight jacket and everything because nobody believes him that this giant looking snake dragon thing was eating the elephants so they commit him like immediately okay. which is kind of weird um and then uh, uh she's the girl's there for whatever reason I don't even remember what it was. I watched this today, and I, there's so much that I've has already dumped, but it's just been dumped yeah. by my brain because this movie is it's boring. Like there's a lot yeah. of fighting going on, but it's like all over the top, you know, explosions, and it's like Michael Bay's Wet Dream, and it's just boring. There's there's no stakes. Well, does it, it doesn't feel out? like there's any how stakes. How does it all turn out? Yeah. Uh, they end up at the secret lair uh, in what seems to be a different dimension. Uh, she's going to be uh, sacrificed to uh, the Buraki. And, of course, the guy has, like, this medallion, and he's like, oh, I need to save her. And this, like, shockwave goes out and kills everybody there. <laughs> Except for the main bad guy and the girl and him. And the Buraki, of course, and uh, so he kills, he kills the guy, the the bad leader. I don't even remember if he had a name or not. Um, that's how that's how bad this is. And uh, the Buraki shows up, <laughs> and he's gonna eat the girl. And then right before he eats the girl, the good one shows up, and they have the dragon war. And she sacrifices herself to give the spirit to the good one to turn him into the celestial dragon, and. And he kills the bad one, and then she dies. And that's the end of the movie. The guy that's gets terrible. basically stranded there. <laughs> that's it. That's the end of the movie. He's going to starve to death like Harry Potter and Dumbledore like on the rocks. <laughs> yeah. They're like it's Harry Potter really, sticks. <laughs> it's really bad and dumb. And I, I definitely see why they, uh, <laughs> why they riffed this movie, because it was... 
not great. And it was it was pretty ripe for it. There was a lot of good stuff in there. There's during during the the main battle that's taking place in Los Angeles, like at the midpoint of this movie, uh, they make the joke that it's the worst thing to happen to L.A. since Andy Dick. <laughs> oh my and god! And they're like, but Andy Dick is still worse, right? And they're like, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, he's just, um, he's not a great guy. Awful, an awful movie. Like, I I see why I haven't watched it in a long time because the movie itself is just blah. Yeah, I can't. I I honestly don't know if I've if I've seen it. I've owned it for a long time. It's been twelve years, so <laughs> it's like I. I I've watched a lot of riff tracks in those 12 years. Yeah. Like, I know I watched it before because certain things I kind of remembered, but I've already brain dumped almost yeah, the whole you, plot of the you movie. watched it today. I watched it today, and it's still just gone. Like, I remember some of the riffs were really good. Like, I laughed a lot, but the Andy Dick thing was the best one in the whole, in the whole thing because, you know, Andy Dick is terrible. But... Yeah, we can move on to a, a, a somehow even worse movie. <laughs> but, but what are you talking about? Are you talking about? Are you talking about the place? If like, if you want to go bet on a dude effing an alligator, money yep. plane, money plane. This movie was bad. I. <laughs> This movie is awesome. This movie is no. I hate this movie. What? This movie. Well, okay. I don't hate the movie, but I didn't. I just. I don't like it. <laughs> this movie to me feels like a knockoff of a movie made by the Asylum. Like that's like, so. Like oh, the yeah, Asylum well, knocked off something, and then this one knocked off that version. So it's a not. It felt it's a knockoff of a knockoff. Yeah, like well, there's, okay, there's, but, the only good thing in this thing movie is, is Kelsey Grammer's acting, and that's saying something. Well, the thing is, okay, Kelsey Grammer. I, I guess we'll, we'll 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 start with Kelsey Grammer since you brought him up. Kelsey Grammer like could not care less. No, about his performance <laughs> in this movie. Like 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 uh. like he did it all like. Uh, just like in one room, and like yeah. with like, he's like this super rich guy. What was his name? The, uh, the I, I gotta like, the rumble. I gotta bring up his full name though because it's something like really dumb, and they were trying to figure out like yeah. where the rumble goes in his name. Yeah. <laughs> like that was one yeah. of the, the riffs. Like, also known as, but like no, 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 okay, look, okay, one uh, of his names is like is is. Is Grouch? It's Oscar uh, something something Grouch. No, it's not. You can't. You can't. That can't possibly be it. It's like it's, it's, it's like. Look, if your name is Grouch, your nickname is not the Rumble. Your nickname is the Grouch. Yeah. You know, it's like also known as the Rumble. Yes. Right. So, but 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 Kelsey Grammer is. And something I I've now lived long enough to see Edge. No, it's it's Darius Emmanuel Grouch the Third, also known as the Rumble. Okay, so Kelsey Grammer can't give like he still, but he, he he can't give a care a crap about his performance at all because like I'm 
because like he, it, it's money plane. I mean, yeah. like he'd be like money plane. Oh, I'm gonna be in money plane. I was, like, okay. where, like where's my paycheck? You know, it's uh, so he he shows up on and does just like the bare minimum, but he's still his performances are still better than any other actor in the movie, <laughs> to include the brothers of the director. Yes, we've got okay. Let's let's. Do a quick rundown on the cast of this movie. Okay. First, we have uh, Adam Copeland, better known as everyone, that, or to everyone as Edge from WWE. Edge, Edge, one of We've the greatest got, professional wrestlers of all time. Uh, agreed. Uh, we got Kelsey Grammer. Uh, Thomas Jane is in this movie. Uh-huh. Denise Richards. And then uh, Andrew Lawrence, <laughs> Joey Lawrence, hard. and Matthew Lawrence. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, the... The director of this movie was Andrew Lawrence. Uh, he wrote the screenplay of this movie, <laughs> and yeah. he's in the movie as one of the the Wait. crew. For he the... wrote the movie. Yeah. How is that possible? I thought a twelve-year-old wrote this movie. <laughs> well, it's Andrew Lawrence. I mean. Okay. <laughs> uh, Joey Lawrence is the is the uh, concierge on the plane, and Matthew Lawrence. <laughs> Uh, he has quite a performance in this movie as uh, a cowboy. He's like J D something. Is, it is haunted ween. Uh, <laughs> it is haunted it is. ween level caliber of a performance. Oh, it totally at is this, at this at this at this Russian roulette. Oh my gosh! And this is a professional actor with name recognition. <laughs> yeah. At that 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 Russian roulette performance. Like first of all, the the guy he's playing is an idiot. Okay, yes. no one in their right mind would would be that excited about playing Russian roulette. No, but like okay, okay anyway. <laughs> so okay, Edge. I'm just gonna call him Edge. His name in the movie is like Jack or something, but I'm just gonna call him Edge yeah. because yeah, it's Edge. Edge. Um, yeah. So Edge is working on a heist at the very start of this movie with his crew. Uh, he's got Iggy, uh, Andrew Lawrence. He's the uh, getaway driver. He's got uh, his tech guy, and then uh, somebody else. This other lady who's like the muscle. <laughs> yeah, hottie, hottie McSnicker pants is what yeah. we call her. Uh, and they're they're trying to rob a uh, museum, and they get in, and the painting's gone, and it turns out it was all like a setup, and blah blah blah. Yeah, you know, they, they barely escaped from they, this. They, they, they don't bother thinking about it. Oh, can we say something about the museum? How it's the most uh, god awful museum. You mean how it's a like a warehouse it, or a factory or how, something? How it's how it's like a how it's like a, a shipping <laughs> center and like yeah, and like a business park, in yeah, like was... in like Louisiana. <laughs> like they go to leave and. Uh, Iggy, he, like floors the pedal. You know he floors floors the pedal. He floors it in this van. They have a big white panel van, and like he slams himself back against the seat, like he's going zero to sixty in like two seconds, and like you know like he's driving a Tesla or something, and yeah. then, like the wheels like make the burnout sound and everything, and it's oh my gosh, it's so bad, it's so late, and then you know they're driving away and. They're sitting in the back talking about you know what went wrong and they they don't know they don't know how how it went wrong and then he has to go see the rumble he he he's got to go see Frazier. the rumble 
uh, because he was working for him because he uh, took he a chance bought all, and bought all of this like, debt that he owed from gambling. He bought like all, yeah, he like <laughs> bought up all his credit card debt. Yeah, something. and then he says, uh, he says, I took a shot and I bought all your debt, and then they make the joke, and I invested every cent of it into Quibi. Yeah, okay. First of all, how do you buy someone's debt? That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, yeah. but like, or you, they, they, you, like, pay it off? I'm pretty sure Edge didn't ask him to do that. No. They had, like, a contract. Yeah, it's like, it'd be like, I bought all your debt. Well, thanks. Yeah. Uh, like, like what? Did we have, like, a consolidated loan thing? <laughs> so, I mean, like, 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 what, like, what the hell is this? Like you paid off all my bills, thanks, but I'm not going to yeah. work for you now, you ass. Yeah. Well, that's that's what are you the, gonna do? Take that's me the to plan. Court? He's like, you work for me now, and uh, and he's like, I I need you to go rob you know rob something for me, and yeah. he's like, uh, okay, what is it? He's like, well, okay. there's this rumor, and this, uh, <laughs> this urban legend. Yeah, it's about a a a plane that flies around and it's got a casino in it. They call it the money plane. They call it the money plane. Okay, where? Okay, can <laughs> can we talk about the logic of the concept of the money plane for 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 for, for a minute? You can try. There's not much there. So where is the plane going? Is it just like up in the air for like a predetermined amount of time? Like, what's the destination? Like, why is there a casino on the plane? It probably lands but, where it took off from, some private airfield somewhere. Yeah, no, you know. oh no, 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 oh no. The the undisclosed location. Yes, the, we don't this, get this, a name this, for any any location in this movie at all. We don't. <laughs> the, there's but, um, the art museum, and there's the money plane, and there's the undisclosed location for the uh, for the takeoff. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, so um, uh, the Grouch, Kelsey Grammer. Delivers the best line of the whole movie. Just say about it. like yeah. Just well, say it. Where okay, okay. I'm gonna say I'd be like he he turns and, and edges like what like what's the money plane? They'd be like oh the money plane. You can go and like it's all in international uh, airspace. So there are like <laughs> no laws. You can bet on anything. And sorry, Twitch. Just you want to bet on a dude fucking an alligator? Money plane. Like, what? And then Bill is immediately like, "No, pretty sure I don't want to do that." <laughs> I I did read uh, in a review for this movie that somebody had the thought that well maybe he flubbed the line, but nobody wanted to dare tell him that he was wrong because you know it's Frazier, and uh, that maybe he was supposed to say a man fighting an alligator. <laughs> Which... Well, dude. Well, a dude. I, again, <laughs> sorry, Twitch, but a dude <laughs> fucking an alligator. That's that's much better. It it is. It really is. <laughs> I mean, it, it, like... it gives it more of a. This is a completely no rules, you know, outlaw type thing that we're doing here. Because yeah, that's way it... more dangerous, I think, than just fighting an alligator. Yeah. Or. or... <laughs> Or, or 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 last time, I promise, fucking an alligator. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh my uh, god. But, so he's he's like, well, let's say I don't do it, then what? 
And he's like, well, like, then I'm well, going to kill your well, family. Or I'm going to not pay for your acting classes anymore, Ed, because <laughs> you have one expression. <laughs> and it's that you're hearing a, somebody's ringtone go off on a cell phone like, somewhere. Like, huh? 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 <laughs> Is that my phone? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then we get the the uh, the title sequence for the movie after quite a long lead up. Yeah, and, uh, has, they, has a, it has a late title sequence, yeah. Apparently there were four writers for this movie because they make the joke uh, that it took four people to come with come up with what if casino but fly. <laughs> and that that's, that's how funny. this whole movie feels like it's it's terrible. Yeah. Like the whole thing they have uh what is it like 12 billion dollars in bitcoin yeah, or something it's like, yeah, loaded like, on the plane yeah. like on their own private server <laughs> like that's not how crypto it doesn't crazy make any works. sense that's not how bitcoin works it's <laughs> not how money works it's not how casino works it's not how planes work <laughs> So they he wants him to steal all of the cryptocurrency from the plane that's basically uh-huh. the job and uh so they're going to go up and they're going to hack the servers and and broadcast the uh, encryption key and all of the cryptocurrency down to their man on the ground after they've flown over where he is. <laughs> all it's, right. So, yeah. Yeah, this the idea like okay. So I I know I brought it up before, but I just kind of want to know like where the plane's going, where it's take like like where it's taken off from, where is it going? Like what? Why have it on a plane? I mean, like these are if questions you're doing you're the whole like the whole international movie. airspace. That's the same as international waters, right? Yeah, you go out to the nation of Hawal, <clears throat> money welcome, boat, Connor could have been money but, boat. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, and then just do it out there, or if you like. You know, Oh, well, my joke invention. <laughs> I just, I just, uh, I, I, I tried to formulate a joke live on Twitch and it did not work. <laughs> be, like, be like, okay, for, I was like, okay, what's a place I can insult that has no rules? I've already started talking. I got to come up with something. Nothing's coming up. Well, I guess this one's screwed. That's what just, that's what just happened. <laughs> yes, you can, you can listen to Dave flop live right here yeah. on Twitch. Da, 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 da. Uh, so the whole plan is uh, Edge is going to take over the cockpit and uh, they're going to have their uh, the tech guy is going to be up there with him and he gives them the, the stupid code name McGillicuddy and they're just like ah oh, yes a, a, a fine Irishman <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. he's he's an African American guy so that's kind of yeah. the joke there um, yeah, and then uh, the the muscly girl, she's going to be a flight attendant on the plane. And yeah, she's going to help right, find like, the server room because she's going to have access to these places. And she's going to kill many people. Yes, especially guys who try to uh, have their way her. with her. Yeah, yeah, she's going to. She's going to. Okay, there's a joke about okay, like like when she boards the the. The, the the money plane and her highly inappropriate uh, uh, stewardess outfit um, where um, 
like I guess where she was like hiding like her weapon or something. Yeah. And uh, she was the the joke. The joke is basically is that she was hiding it in her lady parts. And it's like, <laughs> did we really? How did you convince the actress to do that? <laughs> I don't know. Probably the same way they convinced the one lady in Squid Game to do it. I haven't seen Squid Game. <sighs> yeah, there's um, uh, one extra disturbing scene in that movie or that series rather. Well, I mean, I I I know it's about PlayStation people, uh, <laughs> like. But um, the thing is, like, I started watching it, and like, I got five minutes in, like, this is stupid, and I noped out. <laughs> and also, also, before we start talking about money playing again, one more thing about Squid Game. Uh, the uh, it's one of the things that's really bugs me about all these about about all these Chinese. Uh, uh, about all these Chinese shows that are on Netflix now, or is that Korean. you watch them? Oh, are they Korean? Well, yes. a, 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 a lot. Well, well it's, it's, is Squid Game Korean? Yes. Well, there are well there are a lot of Chinese uh, shows on Netflix now, and you watch <laughs> them, and the dub, they, they 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 dub it over to English, okay, but they also have subtitles, and the subtitles don't match. Like they kind of like sort of get what they're saying but it doesn't match what the dub's saying. Yeah, and it's, it's more like the, the subtitles are more thing. for the original language. Yeah. Uh so like you can watch it with in the original Korean with subtitles or you can listen to it in English. If you turn on the subtitles, you're getting the subtitles of the Korean uh script. Okay. And what they're the saying is and like, if you That's not what they're saying. <laughs> like it's kind of close, but that yeah. is not what they're saying. And yeah, it's no, like it's the most it's distracting weird. Distracting thing. <laughs> Uh, anyway, back to money plane. Um, yeah, they they all board the money plane. They have a, a wristband that's connected to their bank account, uh, and that's what they use to pay for everything on the money plane. Uh, you know, they they get in there and they're in like the the ready readying area for them to take off, and they get the rules of the money plane that basically oh, from... you can't like kill people. Unless it's part of the game, you can't like injure people unless it's part of the game, and hands off to stewardesses <laughs> or Which, flight attendants. Like, I think like they call them stewardesses in this. But but um, like unless you know, uh, it's um, I I completely forgot what I was going to say. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Don't you, that's the second time that's happened to me in the podcast. <laughs> Live on Twitch. Yes. I'm not an idiot, guys. I promise. He just didn't have enough time to prepare today for it. Yeah. Uh, so they get on there, and the first game is Texas Hold'em Poker. And uh, Edge is winning. And he's like, uh, all right, it's time to enact the plan. Hey, I'm going to go lay down in my cabin for a little bit. And yeah, I'm well, gonna... Where? I'm going to give access to McGillicuddy here. And so then uh, McGillicuddy is the one that's stuck playing all of these games. And right after Texas Hold'em, the next game is uh, Russian Roulette. And this is the, this, this might be the worst scene in cinematic history. It's, it's 
between uh, the cowboy, uh, Matthew Lawrence, JD, whatever his name is, and uh, McGillicuddy, because everybody else, like, leaves the table because they know what's coming, and he doesn't. So uh, he's like, yeah, sure, I'll play the next game. And they put, like, this red tarp down on on the poker table, and everybody comes in wearing those ponchos that you uh, used to wear, like, at SeaWorld and stuff. Or like in at a Splash Gallagher zone. concert. Yeah, or at a Gallagher show, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy, Gallagher. Um, I love Gallagher. And uh, they uh, <laughs> they bring out the gun, and they're like, yeah, the game is roulette of the Russian persuasion. <clears throat> Shut and, up. <laughs> you know? And he tries to make – or they give the gun to McGillicuddy for him to go first, and – uh, he's like, JD's nope. like, I want to go first. And he's like, you've won this game Correct. enough that you've got the right to go second. And he's like, no, I want to go first. He's like, you have to go second. And the guy's just like, oh, no, if he wants to go first, by all means, he can go first. And, like, they're sliding the gun back and forth on the table. And uh, he finally just grabs it. And he's like, all right, like, I'm going to go first. I'm, I'm undefeated at this game. He puts the gun up to his head and, bam, dead. Blows and then, like you can see, but then, like it's 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 like the worst kind of like. <clears throat> he topples backwards. I don't in his know if chair. I want to call it dark comedy. It's just stupid. And he like his legs are and then, twitching like, he does, in the like, air. This, like the the wag wiggle. Yeah, yeah. That's like, it's like, screw you, dude. <laughs> it's like you know, I've already it's said the so f word three times on this, but it's like, <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, that's like. You're making everybody in Haunted Wing just like shake. You're making Hanks in Haunted Wing just like just like shake his head. Be like, oh, even I wouldn't be that dang stupid. <laughs> what a coinky dink! Yeah, what a coinky dink! Ah, uh, so then they, you know, kind of cut back to Edge, who just is at this point is camping out in front of the pilot's cabin. He's just sitting there waiting uh, for Izzy or Iggy. What's her name? Izzy, Isabel, something. Iggy's yeah. the other guy. Uh, there's too many just blah names in this. At yeah. least it's not like they only spun the stupid name generator once, and that was Darius yeah. Emanuel Grouch the Third. Yeah, and they spun it quite a few times for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she brings the captain his dinner, and Edge, like, knocks him out right away and ties him up, and they dump him in the bathroom. And then Edge goes they- in the cabin. To he fly forgot the plane. about the co-pilot. Forgot mm-hmm. about how do you, how do you forget that every single flight on a big plane like that has a co-pilot? Like, come on, man! And the co-pilot's the co-pilot, a big dude. Uh, he's like he's pretty tall. Yeah, and, he barely yeah, fits and, standing up. Yeah, and they barely and they have little wrestling mats in there. Yeah, Edge beats him. Finally, beats him by basically slamming his head back and forth between the seat and the turnbuckle. I mean, the wall of the cabin. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And then he takes over the money plane. And then they go back to McGillicuddy, who's stuck betting on all these horrible things that are happening. Like the first one, they have this like little tablet. Everybody gets a tablet, and they're watching a live feed. And there's like two Russian guys sitting in a room drinking, and they're calling out numbers and rubles. And uh, finally one of the guys gets up and like slices the other guy's hand off with like a meat cleaver or something or an axe. And McGillicuddy uh, yeah. won because he got close to the amount that it would take for the guy to chop the other dude's hand off. That doesn't make any sense. 
Yeah, and then uh, he like wagers on a man fighting a cobra, fighting a cobra, and not a uh, guy fucking a cobra. No, fighting a cobra, okay. and uh, he's like uh, seventeen minutes, and he's like, oh, okay, that's that's very aggressive. And the guy died at like sixteen point something minutes, so he was closest, so he won. Like he literally keeps winning all of these terrible things that he's forced to bet on. Uh, like a man, a man versus shark, and uh, you know yeah. stuff like that. It's really dumb. <laughs> this whole this whole thing is dumb. This whole thing's dumb. So anyway, uh, it it turns out like I I, I don't remember how. Uh, they find out, but like I I think they have like a guy on the ground who's saying yeah, that Iggy like, is oh, on apparently the apparently you're set up by the rumble. Yeah. And this is where and... Thomas Jane comes in. Because he has probably the the weirdest he's flying a drone that's carrying a handgun. <laughs> yeah. To like take out the people who are trying to kill the crew member on the ground Iggy because yeah. they just he wants to just steal everything. He wants cuz he I think he told him he could keep the cash, but he yeah. wants all the cryptocurrency. And uh yeah, so that's we get some action in quotes with the yeah. drone flying around shooting people. It's so dumb. <laughs> I know I didn't <laughs> say that. It's just it's it, it's it's yeah. It, it's like it's it's written by. It really does feel like it was written by like an eight year old or like or someone who's. I mean, eight's probably a little too young. Probably someone who's like thirteen. Yeah. Who yeah? Who doesn't really understand things, <laughs> you know? But it's like it's like oh, wouldn't this be so cool, right? But um, anyway, they uh, eventually like um, they set up like Edge had put a recording device under <laughs> the under under Fraser's table. Which is like the most god awful, like hammer it together yourself with like leftover pieces of rotted lumber table <laughs> at this rich guy's house. Yeah, and it was huge. And just like I don't know, be like how they they didn't see this, and he basically like cons Fraser into uh, confessing that like um. Like I'm this guy. I'm Darius. I'm taking down the money plane. I've taken. I've taken down the money plane, right? And uh, yeah. they get that recording. And Joey Lawrence. <gasps> have we talked about Joey Lawrence's hair? Uh, or you mean the lack thereof? <laughs> yes. Have we talked about that yet? <laughs> no, we haven't. Okay. Uh, it's bad. Yes. It's very bad. Um. It. <laughs> wow. Uh. It, it. He. He may as well just have shaved it. Like these are clearly like like I don't know if it's plugs, or if it's a bad haircut, but it's real real bad. It could and be a mixture of both. Somebody should have just like hey, hey look we're making this movie I know we're making th- and I know I'm paying you five bucks and you're my brother, <laughs> please cut your damn hair. Yeah, hey. just shave it, just shave it, bro, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, it's it it'll be fine. It grows back. I cut my hair two years ago because I'm a dumbass, and it's all back now. <laughs> it's all back. But, it I looks mean, normal. Yeah. yeah. 
luscious flowing locks again. Yes, um, that's, that's that's correct. It's like it it's, never happened. It's the same uh, device that they actually put on the van at the beginning of the movie when the crew was like, oh, we were set up. They find one of those same similar hockey puck-sized devices on the bottom of the bumper of the van. And uh, I, I'm bringing this up because he sees it and he smashes it. He goes, shit, and he smashes it. And uh, Mike says, that's the same thing I do to my phone every time someone with an Apple likes one of my text messages. <laughs> uh, and But they, they use the same device on, uh, on Frasier, and they broadcast it to the people running the money plane, yeah, and, and they send a hit so, squad out after them. Yeah, yeah the, 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 apparently the, the people who run the money plane are more powerful than Kelsey Grammer <laughs> or the, the Rumble. Like like this guy who has a nickname the Rumble, you would think he's like, you know, he, he's I'm the baddest motherfucker on the planet, right? He says he that a, a few times. He pulls yeah. a Scarface and he stands there with the machine gun as they're all running in after him. Yeah, and uh, but he got taken down by just some random goons. Yep, which is kind of kind of good. It's kind of the by best. the money plane. Yeah, uh, and then Edge and his crew decides they're not going to keep any of the money. And they're like, well, how are we going to get rid of it? He's like, we're going to distribute it by hand. And they literally are, like, throwing it out the open plane door as they're jumping out of the plane. Why didn't they keep the money? Because they decided that they needed to go back to the people it was stolen from. All the victims of these terrible people on the planes. Because all the people on the plane are really awful people. Like, uh, Edge was taking the place of some human trafficking guy who... Was he was getting shit all over by these other people who are you know arms dealers and and they provide weapons that all these children are dying from and and the other guy's like a major player in the drug running operation and they're all just really horrible people and they're like crapping all over Edge's character because he's pretending to be this other guy that they randomly killed at some point in a past mission and uh, you know because they they're just lucky like that I guess. Uh, but they decide that the people need the money back, and uh, yeah, they all jump out of the plane, and then we see uh, Edge playing with uh, his his oh, pl- yeah. child and their dog, and Denise Richards, and he's got the painting in the background that he finally stole from the beginning of the movie, and that's uh, what is it, the uh, disturbed duckling or whatever? What was the name of it? I don't know. And they're like, what's disturbing out the painter of that duck? And he's like, that's not brown paint. Because <laughs> the guy didn't make it with paint. He made it with his poo. He made it with his poo. Yeah. Uh, and that's money playing. <laughs> and that's money playing. Now, uh, we have to get to the important question here, Dave. Yeah, what's the important question? Would you watch Money Plane Unrift? Yeah, I'm going to have to say no because I've known about Money Plane for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And um, I've had every reason to to, to, to see it. It's available. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. Uh, so um, I'm going to say no, I wouldn't watch this movie on Riff because if I would have, I would have done it. But I'm really <laughs> glad Riff Tracks did it because it was outstanding. It was a lot of fun. 
Uh, yeah, I don't think I would watch it to unrift either. Uh, one one little. I, I'm just embarrassed for Edge. You know, it's <laughs> like he's like the greatest, one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. And like, <laughs> look, I've lived long enough to see to see Edge share a scene with Kelsey Grammer, and have and and one of the lines exchanged being, <laughs> "You want to bet? You want to bet on a dude fucking an alligator?" Money, Money plane. plane. Yeah. Uh, um. Here's here's an interesting little tidbit, real quick. Uh, the budget for this movie was eight hundred and thirty-eight thousand one hundred and nine dollars. I was about to say, wow. And apparently, and it shows. Apparently, this movie did have a box office draw. Wait, it was in the movies. Uh, of six hundred and eighteen dollars. <laughs> It must have been in one theater one it time. Came out, it came out July 10th of 2020. So it literally well, had there, to have been one go. theater. But yeah, like, $618. Yeah, they must have rented the Chinese theater that they blew up in Iron Man 3. Yeah. But yeah. <sighs> but yeah. Oh, so. Money Plane was Money plane. dumb. But it was a great riff. Like yeah, I like. I really. I was cracking up all the way through it. I am super glad they did this one. And of course, it's another Just the Jokes release. Yeah. And they talked about uh, potentially going back and doing more of the Just the Jokes releases in a year than they've been doing. And this release right here, like we've talked about it, and how we want more of these yeah. because they, they can do, you know, more recent movies that they don't have access to doing VODs of. And, and it's only, you know, $4 or whatever for these. Excuse and me. they can and, do like, and, 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 and they can go back to like experimenting with like different kinds of like crazy things and, and movies like, you know, you know, because yeah. like I, I've seen all the B movies I've seen them all, even though even if I haven't seen them all, they're all yeah, they're all very I've similar. I've seen them all, yeah. Um, now, this is the third, uh, just the jokes release that we got this year. Yeah, because we started off with uh, Wonder Woman back in uh, March, mm-hmm. and then we had Face Off, mm-hmm. which was uh, great in June, which, which is was a roof of the year riff. contender. And now we've got Money Plane. Like, yep. that's. I really hope we get at least one more this year for something. I hope we get a few more. I, I, I I'm not sure more. what we'd get. I think, I think, most likely, the most likely outcome is we'll get one more, just the jokes this year. Well, I mean, um, well, I mean that that's the average. That's yeah. the average has been for for a while. And it's I four. mean, it's it's halfway through October. Yeah. And this is, you know, when we start getting all of, uh, you know, where we, we just got all the, yeah. it's the a live show season. for Hobgoblins yeah. just came out uh, this weekend. So if you if you uh, donated for the Kickstarter, you can uh, go get your free copy of Hobgoblins if you haven't already. Uh, if you did it at the right level, that is. Um, or otherwise, go buy it if you weren't able to go see it in theaters because I know a lot of places still, you know, you don't really have that as an option. So... Now you can pick that up, but we're going to start getting uh, in a couple weeks here, like a month, they'll start putting out uh, Christmas stuff, 
we'll get you know usually get a bunch of Christmas yeah. shorts, yeah, and a few movies that are that are kind of themed around the holidays, and uh, you know so hopefully we get at least one more, uh, just the jokes, at least yeah. one more because, you know the first one was Bridget and Mary Joe even and it was uh, Wonder Woman, uh, nineteen eighty four so. Like we're getting good stuff with this, and like Dave said, the face off just the jokes is yeah so face off good. that's outstanding. That's, it is yeah, so it's good. So it it's it's really good. I I I I, I enjoyed it. It uh, I believe we talked about it extensively in uh, an episode that unfortunately didn't make it to the to the feed, but I enjoyed that quite a bit. It was just yeah. like it felt like. Like like the high energy, like you know, you know, set everything up. You sit back and you watch a you watch a, riff, a movie with the riff tracks. It's just great. I was like, oh yes, this is so awesome. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it really takes you back to uh, to back to when that was pretty time. much all we had. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, but that's gonna do it for us this week, guys. Nice. If, uh, Do we if have you any en- homework assignments? If you enjoyed, not, uh, think about it. Think about it for a second while I'm going through our little spiel. Come up with something. Okay. <laughs> uh, right. If uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, you can support us over at Patreon.com/slash True Blue Riftcast. You can support us for as little as two dollars a month. Uh, the cost of two shorts, and uh, you know, I I posted uh, the game code for our. Uh, custom Rift Tracks Quiplash 3 game that was created by myself and Matthew J. Elliott. Uh, they did play that over on their Patreon uh, at Rift Tracks, and they just put that up today, but I posted the code there first. Uh, before that, I've made it available at some other places um, since then, but you guys got it early. The patrons got it early, and uh, we put up what we're going to be doing, like our final lineup I put up on Thursday because... You know, they knew it, and I didn't give that information to anybody else until earlier today. So uh, you'll get early early peeks at what we're working on and all that good kinds uh, of uh, things over at patreon.com slash Rivcast. And, yeah, did you come up with anything good, Dave, for uh, um, for homework for next week? Yeah, tis the season. Uh, Halloween. Let's talk about some Harry Potter. Okay, we can do that. Uh, yeah, I mean, like any, like we can talk about like our, our our favorite Harry Potter riffs. I mean, obviously there are eight of them. Yeah, yeah. We're I don't think gonna we're going to limit it. Them. I think this yeah. that we'll just do like an overview. Yeah, of an overview. Harry yeah. Potter. The, yeah, Harry Potter. Because like I, I'll tell you what, man. I, th- I I still maintain that Rift Tracks is at its best with Harry Potter. So yeah, yeah. next week is going to be our big Harry Potter extravaganza. Cool, that sounds good to me. And uh, if there's a new VOD release, we'll talk about that a little bit as well. But until then, guys, I'm Jeremy. You can find me at PBNAwesome on Twitter. Uh, you can find me pretty much anywhere at PBNAwesome. You can keep following me right here on Twitch. I do uh, randomly do some uh, game streaming on uh, my days off if I have any during the week. And, uh, yeah, you can send me emails, Jeremy, at TrueBlueRiffCast.com. And uh, I'm Dave. You can check me out on Twitter at dchadwickauthor. You can get my book Monkey on Amazon.com. Uh, and check me out at DaveChadwick.info. Yeah, and uh, don't forget to follow the podcast on Twitter at TBRiffCast. 
And we'll see you guys next week. Rock till you die. Oh